can crack. Let's have a day. I wish I could have a beer. I am going to enjoy oh. the shit out. All right, here we go. Pretty testing. Sorry. Well, it's like your glass when you're stirring your straw. All right. That's not even no, as close no, no, no. to that. Never mind. I don't even want to start off negative vibes. Good vibes only. Three, two, one. Mm. Welcome in. <laughs> no punts allowed. I don't know how much of that will actually be in the pod or not, but I feel like we need oh, a um, a like a pre-pod, a post-pod, and a pod. So fully get the content of Adam yeah, and Paige. You know. It's it's one of those things. You know, um, we really, we have it all together, but not really. Like, there, it, once we say action, you and I can turn it on pretty easily. But before that, it's pretty much chaos. Now, it's a lot of rambling for both of us. It's a lot of, uh, it's not A to B to C. There's some new letters that we're inventing to get to where we want to get. And that's why it's fun. Um, first and foremost, uh, municipal, this is probably my favorite municipal shirt. Um, I like it. I wore my favorite last looking week on the YouTube. I, uh, on the very YouTube. much enjoy it. And I, I, on, and I also, it, since it's, well, yesterday was 77 degrees here, but it is sweatshirt weather. And, um, my yellow mustard sweatshirt that I have, which I love the color. Um, why are you, why are you laughing? All right. I get a lot of. I get a lot of compliments. YouTube. Looking on the YouTube. <laughs> I mean, I I tell you what, the whole earpods thing, like, I got a lot of shit for that. People You're are like, you can't of, actually think they're called people, earpods. I've never had more yeah. people tell me because I had a my birthday like part not party, but it was like just family and stuff. And so many people were like, I just love your podcast co-host. The earpods thing was so relatable. Well, I people we joked. You and I were talking yesterday. Like people think it's a bit. People think yeah. we're doing this to create content, and and we're actually terrible at this. We should do more of that. Like, hey, you know what'd be funny is a bit on earpods. No, no, no. no. We don't plan. This just we, comes. We up. talk for three minutes, and this is what happens, for better or worse. Um, and I don't know but which. We- if we could actually plan this shit, imagine how successful it would be. What- wow. <laughs> right. But, wow. Wow. That's all. It's a lot of work. Um, okay, I first I know we do random shit at the end, but mm-hmm. I I have to I need some parenting therapy, right? So we have a lot of parents out there. My our kids are often involved. Um I I had a situation last night where parenting where I was lost. Now okay. my kids have all been terrified of shots and band-aids. Now, the Band-Aid component of shots was not something I expected as a parent, where taking a Band-Aid off, all three of my kids have been terrified of this. It's, oh, no, don't play into their reindeer games. It does. You're going to do this? It does hurt worse. If you leave a Band-Aid on, like a doctor-grade Band-Aid on, it hurts. I I think I talked to you the other night where I was doing dishes. Yes. I had to get Cameron, my youngest, so he got three shots in two days. Sucks, by the way. Feel for you, Cam. My bad. Um, but like he wouldn't take his shirt off. So we're taking baths. Mom's not home. So like you want to keep your shirt on in the bath, dude? Go ahead. Like, look, like it's your it's your world, man. But yesterday, like you didn't get the final story, okay? Oh, yesterday gosh. was take the band-aid off day. This was a hostage negotiation page. I was exhausted <laughs> afterwards. I I felt sick. I'm sweating. Like <laughs> it it was screaming. 
Uh, he was crying. I was damn close. Okay. I was damn close. Um, <laughs> eventually I got it off with bribing. I mean, I'm practically like, I will give you a million dollars just to <laughs> sit there. And let me take the bandaid off. Uh, we did. It was a Walgreens thing. It just fell right off. Like it just like, it just like poof, like in the Yield? air. Okay. Um, yeah, it didn't even peel. It was like, it was so ready to go. So I don't know if other parents have this, but I'm, I felt very helpless. I feel like I've dealt with most things three times around. I know most of these situations. Mm -hmm. I, I was, um, this was struggle for me. I don't like watching my kids cry. I'm still not very good at that. So if you yeah. parents out there, if you've had this bandaid thing, like tweet at us, let me know, make me feel like I'm not they the only one dealing with this. It was very sad. That is that. I mean, I get it because like, I remember like as a kid, like having band-aids or like the, the medical tape, if you leave it on too long, I don't even like taking that off after I get my blood drawn. So I, I sympathize with your children on this front. I'm, I'm team Kramer kids on that being the worst part of shots. What did you end oh, up? What did you end sucks. up giving? Um, what did you end up giving into? Do you get like a new toy? Do we got candy? Do you have to take bribing him somewhere? Him, I was bribing him. He could watch shows on my phone. Like I, I would have. I mean, at this point, it would have been whatever. But mm -hmm. um, we've done Pokemon packs. We've done everything. But it was like, here, dude, it's bedtime. You could stay up and watch shows with me. Just let okay. me take this off. And then I just kind of ripped it off and literally um, ripped off the bed. But it was not tying great. tying dadness into uh, college football. Did you happen to see the Purdue band do Bluey? No. How did I you miss missed this? I think I texted to you yesterday, oh. maybe. I might have texted you or DM you oh. on on Twitter, but um, yeah, the Purdue band, oh, shout out the Purdue band, they did the show or the 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 uh, song, and it's like, mom, dad, wow, you know? I mean, that's a tremendous show, <laughs> tremendous content. I we uh, talked about it on this show. I use that. We talked about it on this show. I'll use it on Twitter uh, every once in a while since like half my tweets are gifts and or images. Congrats, yes. Purdue. And by the way, this is not the last time we are going to mention Purdue today. Spoiler alert. Ooh, for, spoiler. For some later um, content. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, the biggest conversation in college football right now. I want to give I it a this. nickname like oh. Harbaugh Gate or. Signal gate, maybe. Um, this we'll workshop that. Um, this That's story fine. about Michigan stealing signs is one We're of the better college football and cheating controversies that ever has existed, really. And I think it makes it even easier to joke about because it's Harbaugh and Michigan. But I'm curious, initial thoughts on this whole thing. When you see it come out, you're like, first we got it last week, at the end of last week. Then now we are getting video evidence, allegedly, and Venmo requests and things like that that go into this. Lots of detail. What are your initial reactions to this? There is just so much to unpack. Um this is a perfect controversial scandal for college football. This is perfect. Yes. A polarizing coach and a polarizing program that might be the best team in college football. And the part of this that is most hilarious is that we're getting spoon-fed tidbits of this every day. Every yep. day there is some well-reported piece of buying tickets or, um, you know, 
manifestos or like you name it, text messages. There is a paper trail. We don't normally have a paper trail in college football scandals, right? Yeah. And I actually, I'm going to be writing about this most likely for BR. So I've been getting my thoughts about this today because part of this is, let's get to the crux of this, which is Harbaugh. The crux of this, and we'll talk about Mr. Stallion, Connor Stallion. Um, but the crux of this is like, what did Jim Harbaugh know? And did he know? And what was his involvement? Of course he knew. Of course he knew. But can you prove it? That's going to be the thing. And it's going to be really, really hard to prove. And then the other question too, Paige, the biggest one is, and I've seen this conversation a lot, what, okay, there's going to probably be some sort of punishment that comes, whether it's from the NCAA or the Big Ten. This is the most intriguing to me is the time. Historically, these types of situations take time. In some instances, they take years. The NCAA yeah. takes its sweet time. They interview people. There was some things reading today that the Big Ten could step in and, and act. Does the Big Ten want to eliminate uh, a team from the college football playoff that could make it many, uh -oh. many millions of dollars? Yeah. Absolutely not. I think no. this thing is going to play out. Those are the things that jump out immediately behind, besides the hilarious nature. Like these are the high level things. I would love to talk about all the other nonsense elements of this, which are fantastic. Yes. I think the two main points that are the focus of this and basically because the narrative around this too and the reaction to this is largely, hey, this is the worst kept secret in college football. Everybody steals signs. Okay. Which is partially true. Okay. That this is certainly happening. Yep. But there is a rule that states you cannot go to an opponent's game that you are not participating in in order to scout this stuff. Okay. There is also a rule that says the head coach of any program is responsible for everything that goes on underneath him. So as much as Michigan would love to be like, hey, Jim Harbaugh didn't know. doesn't matter if he didn't know. It's his responsibility to know, according to the NCAA. So that is not, those aren't things that, like, we believe. Those are just the facts of this and the main point of why this is breaking rules. Now to the point of, does everybody do it? And what actually is the competitive advantage of this? It's to be determined. I mean, do we think that, like, Michigan has finally beat Ohio State because they had their signals? Partially, does it give them an advantage? Sure. Do you have to execute on these things? Absolutely. So it's not all just because Michigan had these things. And I think a lot of coaches, players have made these points. But again, it still is an advantage to have them at the extent and level that Michigan did. So when you get film or you, you know, can see these things on TV, you're allowed to use that information if on your opponents, if you've seen those things, but the detail of filming an entire sideline for an entire game and having people at those things, knowing it's breaking a rule is a big part of this and is a problem. Like I, I get some people are like, Oh, I don't have an issue with this. I, I do in the sense that it did break knowingly break a rule. Do I think that this is a silly rule? Yes. Um, and I think there's different programs that are probably doing this in a way that, again, there's no paper trail. So it is interesting that it's gone on and they've dated it back quite a while. So I'm curious how much of this still keeps coming out. I know there was the video 
against Ohio State where the Michigan players are like pointing up like it's a pass play. And like that to me signals that they saw something that they watched on film that they, you know, that they studied during the week. It wasn't anything that was like, oh, but again, watching, you know, the culprit and the person that's at the center of this be standing next to Jim Harbaugh or each coordinator and having this sheet that has all the signals on it. That's a little alarming. And I do think there is some competitive advantage to it. How much of it? That's kind of hard to like quantify really. Now, okay. I agree. By the way, in terms of accountability, we talked about this with Georgia, much different story, much more serious with speeding and all the things that are going on, like legal things that are happening with the Georgia program. We talked yeah. Kirby Smart. Like, hey, when you're in that position, this is your job. Mm-hmm. This, this, I agree with. Har- this is going to find Harbaugh. Now, let's talk about how fucking funny this is. Okay. Yes. Um, this is funny. There is a story, SI Today, Richard Johnson, uh, who does a great job, um, posted about basically the text messages from. Connor uh, Stallions, Stallion. which is a great name for a signal scandal centerpiece, yes. right? Uh, of the text messages admitting that he stole these signs, been doing it for a while, uh, creating a hundreds-page document about his vision for Michigan football and how he would lead it. Oh, this is great. I mean, I, I, I love, I want to roll around in this like a pig in shit. Because these are my kind of college football scandals. No one is getting hurt. There's no law enforcement involved. Yeah. This is just a good old-fashioned, very stupid, in the grand scheme of things, college yeah. football scandal. Totally. And, and I, I don't know. If you saw De- – I saw Dion. We talked about Dion a lot. Let's talk about – did you see his comments on this where he's, like, talking about baseball and football? Like, you tell me a curveball's coming, I'm on you. Yeah. Like, Let me just. I thought it was interesting. I, I thought it was valuable perspective. I thought it was as well, but I also found it very amusing that Dion Uh-oh. has been on the record saying that baseball is by far the hardest sport, and he's like found some way to make it about himself. Like, yeah, I've played baseball, and you know, and if I knew that was coming, I'd be great at this. And trying to like, and also he's showing larger oh, programs that he can handle scandal. So, like, if he heads off to wherever after Colorado that's a larger program that's probably going to cheat, too, um, then he's going to be able to handle and answer those questions. Like, that, that to me, was, like, Dion performing and doing exactly what Dion needed to do to get himself to the next level. Um, but, yeah, I think, again, like, he, to his point on that, for uh, football to know that stuff... It's not, I mean, there you get film, like you, you watch film, like you have some of this stuff already. Um, but to the extent of it, it doesn't make it that big of an advantage as it would in other sports. But I, I think it is very amusing that Michigan has gone through these great lengths and like using Venmo, like Venmo, we are literally screenshotting Venmo accounts. Like, first of all, keep it private. Like, I don't, I don't know. Don't share it with your friends. Like, there's an option to do that. I'm not really sure. I mean, I think the IRS and, like, certain people have access to it, but I'm not thinking that the NCAA would. Um, I just don't understand. Like, I, it's, it's so funny. Uh, and, like, this is kind of like paying players where, like, we knew everyone was doing it and, and people would get in trouble, quote, trouble for it. Now, 
you know, were um, SMU is actually pissed that I use quotes because I did really get in trouble for it. Um, <laughs> but it's like, okay, it- now, now there's this rule that you can't go and do these things. Guess what? That rule is going to be changed. And guess what, buddy? We are going to get some microphones in headsets and in helmets, I mean, and we are going to be able to oh, yeah. abolish this altogether. That's what ultimately this comes down yeah. to. It's like maybe this the NCA cares about this because certain like people want to move those t- type of things forward. Maybe not the NCA, but like other teams are like, oh, yeah, we have this information because we'd like to move this forward. Uh, what is stopping an entire fan base from <laughs> taking out their phones? And recording the coach's signals and then posting and it then to YouTube. Sending it, and then sending it, to, or just sending it to the staff. I, yeah, I'm going to go a- agent of chaos. Like, why not just, like, uh, it, here it is. Like, just I, like I'm donors. Zoom in. Yeah. Like, you're donating it. your like, video. If you're going to use stupid signals, get stupid prizes. Okay. Yep. Like, well, Maybe change your signals up a bit. Yeah. What I will say about Michigan for the rest of this season, though, is that yes. they better perform. If you lose to Ohio State, you lose uh, to Penn State, this is going to be you didn't have the signals, you had all eyes on you, and you guys couldn't do it. That will be the narrative. So I'm hoping that Michigan can prove that they didn't even need that information to begin with to win these games. I can't wait to write about this. Wait, one more one I'm, more I'm, funny thing. One more funny thing. Did they just really not think the TCU was going to make the playoff? Like that would that, that makes is, that game so much less embarrassing. Like there were so I knew the the report came out that they it was originally the Big 10 teams only and then it was like, "Oh, they scouted yes. playoff teams." TCU not on that list. Not on that list. No wonder. That was an oversight. Hilarious. In the Stallions department. Hilarious. That's a, that's a big adjustment to the manifesto there in terms of scouting teams. Uh, and in get, regards to TCU, you know, I just didn't think they'd make it. It's take, catching strays in all of this. Um, I have one additional Michigan thing that we didn't talk about on the dock that I find interesting. In fact, I just shot a video for it for BR betting, which is the fact that J.J. McCarthy is now the Heisman betting favorite. Uh, huh. McCarthy is plus 240. Um, Michael Penix Jr. is plus 320. Jaden Daniels is plus 340. Travis and Gabriel are plus 1100. And Bo Nix is plus 1300. Now, I grabbed me some Bo Nix uh, over the weekend. I got him at 30 of to 1. Of course you uh, did. I'm back on. I'm back on my bullshit. Um, but I, I think he's a good bet. I, I, I don't really have a thought other than. That Washington game, yeah. Let's as talk we're about watching it unfold, games. and we could talk. We could talk about that. It's a good transition. So we're watching the Washington game unfold, and McCarthy's odds are like literally like in real time. I love watching the Heisman odds during a college football Saturday. They're so uh-huh. volatile, and then boom, shit starts getting out of you know a little out of control for Washington, out of control in that they weren't doing anything. And and there you go. McCarthy's the favorite, despite the fact I don't know if he's played in the fourth quarter this year. I don't believe he has. If he has, it's not yeah. been much. So well, when you got everybody's plays, um, your defense. That's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. You don't, you don't need to play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, buddy, you were handed the script. Yeah, um, you know the script. What's so two th- 
two thoughts. What do you think about McCarthy's chances? And and then what the fuck, Washington, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I would say first with McCarthy that um, one, Bo Nix is probably the person we have to watch to play Utah this week. So I think um, that will be very telling. Um, I don't, I think also if you see Michael Penix play well the rest of the season and in a playoff appearance, that it might be a little hard for him to keep the um, momentum going. And also, I just think this scandal might play into it. Like, I legitimately do. Like, that sucks that he has to deal with this. But, like, if they think that this has been something sure. that's going on here and they've been using, then that that could taint that, certainly. And we know that Heisman voters are not necessarily the most, like, able to be in the new age and separate the the two on that front <laughs> gambling wise it's it obviously people are or don't care but it is something that i think will will be a part of it and definitely a part of the conversation but how funny would it be if the michigan quarterback won the year that they were like accused of all this stuff and national championship oh and too, michigan wins michigan oh yeah yeah, Harbaugh it's, just left in the thing with that yeah, shitty ass grin. I think that'd be amazing it, if he just gave the camera the bird and was like, "Bye, leaving for the NFL." That'd be great. Um, and then Washington. I love it. What, what the fuck? in the actual fuck, dude? I haven't used the f word on this podcast in a very long time, yeah. but that's the only way I can describe what happened. It yes. was so bad. It's like no one. That was the worst hangover game I've seen. Um, I'm yes. glad they didn't lose because I, uh, it would have been a waste of a season and a waste of a really good team to lose that game. Um, I'm interested to see how they recover. That's the number one thing is I want to see how they recover from that. Like if you have that kind of scare, it better be a gut check because that needs to be figured out. Um, but yeah, that was very, very alarming. Not necessarily the worst performance of this Saturday, which I thought that maybe it would be, but UNC took the cake there. No. Um, but yeah, there's so bad. much happened. I feel like this weekend, and it feels like 800 years ago because all we've been talking about is Jim Harbaugh for the last couple of days. But um, uh, any thoughts on Washington other than WTF was going on? Yeah, um, recklessly speculating. Um, you know, is Penix okay? Is he is he all right? Like in the Oregon yes. game, we saw him really get banged up. So I'm wondering if. If there was some lingering effects, but the play calling was shit. Um, you know, the, the only thing I'll say, and I'll, I'll say it about Oregon too. You know, I know this is not a very good team, and they're playing at home, like the one they're playing. But they did it with defense. Like that's actually kind of cool, not for his Heisman chances, but like you, you know, that's not a kind of game I think Washington would win a couple years ago. Um, yeah. So I think that's that's the good thing, and just. Just don't die when it, in the football sense, and you, you've you got a chance. We will forget about Arizona State. We will. If you look good over the next couple of weeks, memories are short, and and, and that's fine. Yeah. But um, that was pretty shocking. Yeah, and North, North Carolina, you touched on it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is a series take of yourself, what? That, though, taking is yourself out wild. Of, yeah, taking yourself out of playoff and – Probably conference conversation um, still could be an issue um, for Florida State, but definitely made their path look a lot easier and a lot more likely, um, which is kind of crazy. Obviously, USC completely taking themselves out of the conversation. Caleb, we will certainly touch on, um, but 
yeah, any, I mean, obviously Penn State, Ohio State, there was so much that happened this weekend. I felt like it was a bigger weekend yeah, than we let's, even anticipated. Let's get into, let's start with Caleb, actually. Let's start with USC and yes. talk about Caleb. So Emmanuel Acho, um, look, the Caleb Williams, um, Heisman, no more. USC season, no more. Lincoln Riley is sick. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, but Caleb, and hopefully everything's okay. Just the circumstances sound very strange. Yeah. But um, the, the thing that caught my eye was Emmanuel Acho suggesting that Caleb Williams should opt out. I made a joke of it uh, Saturday night with like the Kevin Durant, um, you know, my next chapter, 9 a.m. Yeah. tomorrow, Caleb Williams. Now, what's really interesting to me, and I'm curious your take, like Emmanuel Acho says, like, hey, I think he should opt out. And people were super pissed. Like, super pissed okay um and okay i don't think he should opt out but if he did opt out i don't think i'd care i'm not i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna my take's gonna be somewhere in the middle of this like people get very mad when you imply opt-outs still like and his season is over his highs his season isn't over let me say he's still playing for his team all that rah-rah bullshit he's likely to be the number one pick in the draft if you were to opt out tomorrow, I would say, oh, my God, I really enjoyed watching him play. Like, this isn't 2015 anymore. I kind of get it. Yeah. I'm surprised that people get mad over opinion. Like, would you really care? Would you really care yeah. at this point if Caleb Williams said, you know what? Fuck this, guys. I love y'all. I love my team, <laughs> but I got to protect myself, and I I I'm going to go prepare for the draft. No, because you college no, because college football is a business. I mean, look at what we've seen in terms of NIL and first all the money that he's making at that. Um, the TV deals, the expansion, the realignment. This is a business. And the fact that, like, people would be mad at the athlete for doing what's best for them when everybody else around college football is doing what's best for them. Coaches, media people, conference yes. um, commissioners. Everybody is doing what's best for them. I don't think that he will, obviously, because... Again, some of that stuff does reflect on you. You could have an NFL, you know, person be like, hey, he didn't stick with his team. And like that rubs me the wrong way. You never know. You never know. And that could hurt your sure. chances at something. So you do have to factor that in. Also, the way you're raised, all those things of like, oh, you know, do you want to support your team and all all that? Now, I, I don't know that we will ever see someone do it but i if there was to be someone to do it i would be cool with it being caleb because i think he'd be able to handle the backlash of what that looks like especially with college football commentators who would have very large opinions on it um i mean but i we had... I, I don't i wouldn't blame him at all i i would have no issue i mean all right different different circumstances okay. different circumstances and again, I'm not campaigning for this. I'm just kind of reacting to behavior. So, like, my take is perfect. It's not a real take. I'm just, like, pretending to have a take. Yeah. Um, Jamar Chase and uh, Mike Parsons sat out the COVID season. Because they're like, eh, you know what? Uh, this is kind of weird. Uh, granted, we're in a different world now. Okay. But it's worked out well. That yeah. whole quitting on his team bullshit, like, I can't stand it now caleb's yeah. situation you do make a good point though there's been some with his dad there's been some stories where like maybe there's this un unrest growing but is the number one team really gonna pass on him 
Like, is it, like, are they going to go, you know what? Uh, maybe, maybe. Like, we're going to take Drake May first. I no. I don't know. I, I still don't feel like we're there. Do, but it's not the, the conversation. There's been so much talk around him that I feel like. Yes. That's why one, he could handle it if he wanted to. But two, I feel like that's why he won't and shouldn't because it would just make it that much harder to go through the draft process because it just it's already hard enough with people putting out smoke screens and doing all of those I, things and the discussion around it is just terrible and gotten really out of hand over the years but to be mad at the idea that hey their their season's done in terms of college football playoff he's not gonna play in their bowl game so like what no. he helps them Fuck get no. to a good bowl game and then he's done like wow that. you know what I mean yeah, like thanks Caleb thanks for play, yeah. helping us play Arizona State like I and I know they already played them, but like we we really like who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, there do need we do need to actually switch that conversation because it is a business and we need to focus on the fact that literally everybody else involved does what they want need to do and what's best for them. And it's surprising to me that we're still continuing to say that athletes can't do what's best for them in terms of business. Um, I want to change gears a little. Penn State, Ohio State, and there's two prongs to this conversation that I'm interested in. Okay. The Penn State side is actually more interesting to me. Okay. And the conversation I've I've read this week, I, I struggle with. James Franklin is a really good coach and has done a great job at Penn State. They've built a great program. They've recruited really well. They've got great players. Next year, they should be really good again. Aller, the running backs, they're going to be great. They're going to be really, really good. They could do this thing again. The failures in big games are overwhelming. The numbers are staggeringly bad. Yeah. Like he just has not beaten Michigan or Ohio State or really anybody. Um, and it's sort of the narrative every year when these types of games happen. This felt like a good year. We we said it last week, I think, like Kiffin catching Saban. This felt like a good year to catch Ohio State. Maybe it won't be. Ohio State's defense is really good. So they lose again. And the conversation is like, if you're Penn State, what do you do? You've got a great coach who's going to win you a shit ton of games every year that can't get you to that next level yet. And you could feel educated fans of Penn State are uneasy about this because they know they might be at their ceiling with this guy. At least right now. That's like data says. But if you make a change... You risk becoming Nebraska. You risk becoming Miami. You risk becoming one of many schools that was in this position that like has struggled to find their way back. So where are you on the Franklin front? Because I'm genuinely torn on it. So just for numbers purposes, James Franklin is four and fifteen against Michigan and Ohio State. Um not so, great. Yeah, no. Um I think it might be time to move on. And I've been a huge Ooh. fan of him. I think, like, all the things you've said, done a great job. I just think you you could find someone who could get you to that next level that he's not been able to do. I think in this day and age, there's got to be somebody that you can bring in that has it has to be a good fit. It is going to be hard. It may cause you to have a down year. All of those things, but it's possible. And I just think we've seen this is the ceiling. This is the ceiling right here. This team that he has, and yes, of course, again they get better. But like, 
do you really want to go through another year of of this? Like, as a Penn State fan, as a a um, person who's running that program and the athletic department, do you want to sit there and go, okay, next year, when this was the next year that I think everyone was kind of hoping that they got to that next? Now, this conversation completely shifts if they beat Michigan, by the way. If they beat Michigan, yeah. he's staying. He's They're keeping him. They're keeping yeah. him. Because, again, that deal. also... Well, and then and then you, as a Penn State fan, you hope and pray that Michigan beats Ohio State because then tiebreaker wise, um, Penn State gets the edge. Well, so so like, all right, they won a Rose Bowl last year. Granted, they were in the Rose Bowl because Ohio State was in the playoff. Um, I again, I I had a tweet Saturday. I've heard a lot of Penn State fans did not like this. That Penn State is Iowa with a uh, finished basement. Oh, same yeah, I saw that like tweet. It. That was kind of rough. Uh, but like, look, it was rough for me too. I'll I'll own my shit here momentarily. I I don't know. I I feel like the alternative here. You're not. You, there was another tweet I saw earlier this week. Ohio State's record against the rest of the conference. It is jarring. Over the last ten years, like no one beats Ohio State. You're not going to out recruit Ohio State most years. You're nope. not going to out recruit Michigan at least in the current format. You kind and- of are what you are. Just, well, yeah. just well, and, and what they are is pretty damn good. Yeah, well, and I think that's the thing is that um, they've closed the gap, certainly, on mm-hmm. Michigan and Ohio State, but you want more. They're always going to want more in college football. That's Maybe. not like – it's not enough. I know it's the SEC that they say it means more, but I think eventually I, you think that Penn State can get back to being dominant and not having that issue of, you know – Oh, the, those two teams we run into and we lose those games every year. And college football right. playoff is expanding. Let's, you know, let's make sure that we stay at this level of competition. That's another thing to factor in. Like, there is a world where three Big Ten teams could get in. Like, I, we don't know how they're going to break down everything because of the fact that, like, the Pac-12 is dissolving and auto bids and all that stuff. We have not figured out how they're getting people in and what they're going to measure it on. But I... That's the other thing for Penn State. Do you consider the fact that, like, okay, he's gotten you here, and all things considered, they could be a playoff team if there's 12 teams. But who knows? Like, you just don't know. And so it's kind of a hard call. I, I don't think they fire him after this year, um, certainly, but I, I would hope that they would be done if they start to lose early next year with the team that they're going to have. On the Ohio State side, um, I, I like this right. Ohio State team more and more. I feel like they beat a team, and I wrote about this over the weekend, essentially constructed to beat Michigan because we've seen Ohio State defensively just kind of cave in at some point, Mm -hmm. like Michigan bullies them. And this is a team that I don't think is going to be bullied. I mean, this is a really good defense. And you've got Marvin Harrison Jr. and you've got McCord. I'm curious, like hangovers have been a theme in college football. We'll talk a little bit about Wisconsin, Ohio State. Um, but I like this Ohio State team. I, I don't think – I think lost in the narrative is, is McCord good. We're not giving this team enough credit for being a punishing, like, old-school Saban-like football team, right? Mm-hmm. And and this is a big week. Like, Maryland game was not pretty. Um, Notre Dame game, they, they could have lost. They should have lost. Like, there's been some ugly games along the way. I think this game is crucial, but I – I love that performance for them. Kudos to Ohio State. Like they, they deserve a lot. I think a little bit more credit than they've gotten. Oh really? 
I was going to say, do you want to take back your uh, Ryan Day rant about him getting all worked up? He look still at what sucks. it's done. I love Ryan Day, so I'll never. Look... I... I wonder what he has to say about Jim Harbaugh right now, by the way. I, I do. Me too, like... but I know he's going to play it safe. I mean, he's going to. He has to. Wait, you know, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know what I need from him? I need for him to make a joke about, well, of course you win all those games when you start on third base. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you could do the board on third base thing with the signals. With the signals. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Ryan Day, please. Yeah. I would give anything, anything for that just to heat up. Just please. Spark the fire. I know he's not going to, but oh, man, that would be kind of fun. Michigan and Ohio State is shaping up to be a galactic football game. Oh yeah, like it, it, like it, it's been that way, right? It has been that way, but like the vibes of that game, I'm like Michigan. They, both of them still got some work to do, and again, I'll talk about Ohio State, Wisconsin momentarily. But I, I really can't wait. Okay, um, Iowa's dead to me. Iowa's Here we dead. go. Our weekly Iowa check in. We need to have well, some theme music so, for it, where God, it's like I'm this. So just tired in. of them. I'm so tired of them. Now, Actually, I'm not even gonna. I don't. I don't even want to talk about the the fair catch. Now, when that happened, I'm in my basement, sitting next to neighbor Jason. We're looking at each other like, oh, I'm going nuts. Okay, I'm going nuts, which I rarely do during a football game. And then I just got sad. And you know why I got sad? I don't even care about the ruling because I was got the ball at midfield. They need like mm-hmm. 20 yards. They have a great field goal kicker. You knew they were porked right there. Like, all right, Iowa, you got a minute left. All you got to do is move the ball like 20 yards forward and they just like fucking crashed into a brick wall. And I, I, I'm not, it's not fun anymore. Okay. It's not fun right now. I don't want to do it anymore. That's my update. Next week. We'll be back when it is fun. Um, no, it's a, they have a bye. Thank God. Exactly. So much of their bullshit. It was so nice not to watch. I have a football. That's what it's going to be. We, we will have a check Jets, in. Giants. Um, amazing. Um, let's talk a little bit about week nine. Yes. We have got um, Oregon, Utah. We've got, uh, what else? I know we've got Tennessee, Kentucky, which I uh, actually randomly kind of love. Um, and of Georgia, course, Florida. Georgia, Florida. Georgia, Florida. Yes. The cocktail party. Um, so, so- any. Any initial thoughts on this week's slate? Not betting-wise, so, but... Yeah, no. So Utah-Oregon's a really interesting game um, because we're not used to seeing Utah as nearly a touchdown underdog at home. It's a great home field advantage. They've done really well there. Um, I was just... I just shot it. Like, again, it was just coming off doing videos on this. They're not my locks. I think Oregon can play the bow constrictor football game like i think oregon the total in this game is what i'll double check but i think it's in the 40s it's not very high um i think oregon is equipped 48 to play an ugly game and win um utah by the way is playing like defensive players at quarterback like they deserve a shit ton of credit credit cam rising officially done for the year that's a huge bummer but hopefully medical red shirt we see him back next year i think it's a really smart decision for utah by the way um, assuming that's how it's going to go. Um, we need to see him back. He is very good for college football. Um, 
I think Oregon's going to win this game. I think Oregon's going to cover this game, and I think it's going to be ugly. But I think it's going to be. I think it's a game they're equipped to do. Do you have any vibes on this? I also think Oregon is going to, like you mentioned, it's just because Utah's so banged up. Like, they are really, how they've gotten this far um, is very impressive. So, credit to the guys that they have on their team. Um, we've definitely always sided with the home team in the Pac-12 this year, but I think Oregon certainly can. And they also, this is the Pac-12 championship game for them. Like, they need to, they need this to be able to, kind of eliminate Utah from the conversation a little bit and just focus on Washington. <laughs> um, Georgia, no. uh, Florida, so life without Brock Bowers, right? That's what this Georgia game is. Yep. Florida has been, you know, Mr. Mertz uh, has been pretty good. Um, They've been very inconsistent. It's like every week you don't know which version of this Florida if, team we're going to get. I think I don't Georgia think may they're... kick the shit out of them. I, oh, Georgia is going to kick the shit out of them. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried at all. I don't think this is going to be the test. I think um, they're going to have to play Missouri. I'm actually looking ahead to that game. I kind of love that game, um, just because no one cares about Missouri being good, and they are good. I'm like, why are we not talking about it? Also, funny when we were on I, our live stream, I was saying no one's talking about Missouri because they're not. Like, no one is. Everyone's like Ole Miss, LSU. Like, we're, we're not talking about the other team in the SEC, and. Um, it's hilarious. And then I'm saying this on our, our live show and somebody commented, nobody's talking about it while you just talked about it. I'm like, Shut okay, smart ass. The smart asses in the comments. God, the comments are brutal. Um, they are, but is there any other, funny. is, is there any other game? I have a couple that are in my locks that we could talk. It's not a great week. If I'm being completely honest it's not the world's best week of college football oklahoma um, coming off of a weird game with ucf yeah. i am kind of interested to see how they play against kansas um no quinn ewers will be interesting too for texas obviously yeah. that's going to be an interesting one do you think wisconsin um, Duke is, gonna is, give... a, is a ranked game yeah do you think uh ohio state wisconsin's gonna have any juice or no do you think this wisconsin team is not gonna oh, be able I... to hold up against that defense I'll let you know in a couple of minutes. Oh, 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 okay, okay. They call that, um, a, they call that a tease in the biz. Jeez. All right, well, let's just not tease any longer. Let's go right into Picks and Pints, all right? How bad, how bad was that? I'm so bad at this. Okay, um, I wasn't going to start You're bad this at this, game, but people still but continue to I, listen to us. They do, and it's bad. It's like bad, you know... It's bad with, but fun. And what else are you going to do? So I, I do like Wisconsin plus 14 and a half. Um, I know that their season has been weird, but this is a tricky place to play. Ohio State is really not blowing anybody out. Wisconsin has been sneaky okay, I guess. They seem to find something in the second half against Illinois. I'm playing the hangover angle, which we're seeing people get. It's just, I think Ohio State's going to win. This feels like too many points to me. I actually like Wisconsin in this game quite a bit. Okay. Too many points. Yes. I, I feel, yeah. Um, I am going to take the Penn State-Indiana over 46 points because I feel like 46 <laughs> is a very low number, and Penn State <laughs> has done me well on totals. The la not, the not last week, but the last couple of weeks before that they have. So I am going to stick with Penn State and uh, ride that over. By the way, this is like a week one scenario. 
The total is 46. Penn State is a 32-point favorite. 32 fucking points. I mean, like, I that's a bizarre. Like, I'm not sure I've ever seen anything like that in Week 9 in a conference game. Just saying. But um, I'm kind of with you on there. I like it. Um, I'm going to go to my Arizona Wildcats. Plus three and a half uh, versus Oregon State. You have something in this backup quarterback, by the way. Really good. We do. I mean, they've no, lost three don't. games. Every every game they've lost, they've been in, very much been in. They're mm-hmm. tough. They're t- like, and you look at this. This is my form. You have an unranked team going up against number eleven in the AP poll, and the spread is only three and a half. Um, Arizona is one of my favorite plays of the week. Wow. Oh, yeah. I love that. Um, neighbor Jason, if you're listening, stop listening. He will be. Um, I'm taking Purdue. Plus so two and a half. Plus two and a half? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, neighbor Jason. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I feel bad about it too, but I'm, you know, we're, you know, like I said, this is personal. It's just business. Just business. Have you seen who Nebraska has won four or five games? Now, now part of this is because neighbor Jason told me just how injured Nebraska is. They're down like three linemen. Um, mm-hmm. They're down skill position players. Hey, hey, Matt Rule, by the way, let me let's not shit on. I'm, I'm going to shit on them, but let's give them credit. Matt Rule has this team above 500 after losing like two like really brutal games, but they've beaten Northern Illinois. They beat Louisiana Tech. They got killed by Michigan. They beat. They won at Illinois. That's a really good win. And they just beat Northwestern in ugly fashion. Offense is just a. This is you know Iowa. They're going to beat Iowa this year. By the way, mm-hmm. I, Nebraska is going to beat Iowa. I want to get that out of the way now. But I like wow. Purdue also. Team Purdue. Okay. How um, else do I have? I'm going to take USC minus ten and a half versus Cal. Cal's feisty, but I think after back-to-back losses, USC is going to actually ball out. And even if they don't have Lincoln Riley, not really sure what the situation is there. Um, we, I mean, they are trying. I saw another report that said they're trying to work Cliff Kingsbury into a uh, on-field position yeah. there, which, you know, I'm all for. So that means big things for the offense. Well, so I'm just going to go with USC to have a recovery and – Score a lot of points. Okay, so funny thing. Did you see the video of Cliff Kingsbury talking to the Arizona scout? Like, No. Okay, there's a small video on Twitter of Cliff Kingsbury walking out. There's a lot going on in this video, okay? Um, First off, there's a girl on a scooter. Don't read the comments, okay? But there's a girl on the scooter that passes by. Yes. um, Initially. And and everyone's talking about her physique. She has nothing to do with the video, but everyone's commenting on her cameo appearance. That's first one. Second one, the Arizona Cardinals scout is like the world's strongest man. He's got he a mullet. A, I found the video he is, already. He, he looks like a cartoon character, right? And then also, you've got Cliff. What is he wearing, Cliff? He looks he looks like he just got off of like a three day bender. You've got Scooter Girl. You got, you got, like, I didn't understand. I read the comments like, damn, Scooter Girl. And I'm like, what? I was on a, and then I, and then I understood what they were talking about. People are taking, it, it, the internet is a wild place. 
The internet is a like, really wild place, but also Cliff just keeps fighting himself, though, man. Cliff just keeps like I just squares, love it. He's all scruffy square, yeah. and like he's like legit did go to an island and was like, see ya, and then came back and yeah. was like, hey, I guess I'll be around your football team to make it better. Um, yeah, so that is is my bet now, even more so that I've seen that photo or that video. Yeah, minus ten yeah, and a half was, USC. That Cardinals guy, by the way, like I don't know what he's on, but the keep, mullet keep doing is great. something. It's like a slicked back mullet. It's not like a free flowing one. It's slicked back. It's like, hey, is Caleb good? Yep, he's good. All right, I'll see you later. Um, okay, so Boise State minus five versus Wyoming. I have tried to fade Wyoming already this year. I believe one or two times. Uh, it's not gone well. This is a very aggressive line in Boise State's favor. I am a I am a big fan of this. Okay. Boise State, what's okay. the line again? Minus five. Would I have one more? Okay, I am going to take something in the Arizona Oregon State game, but it is going to be the total fifty six and a half and give me the over. Thank you. I like the over. I like the over there too. That's We're a good total. It's going to be points. Um, my last one, I am uh, Washington minus twenty six and a half at Stanford. Yeah. I did not realize that Stanford, I believe, has the number one hundred twenty ninth ranked scoring defense in the country, and we were all amazed at that whole Colorado game, and then they quietly lost by like fucking five million points to UCLA last week. So. <laughs> Um, Mr. Penix, I hope you're healthy. Uh, need you healthy here, and if you are, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna win money. So I think Washington is gonna be pissed off. Michael Penix throws for 455 yards and five touchdowns in this game. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm taking a lot of like favorites this week, but I'm gonna go Clemson minus 10 versus NC State. It's a mess of a game. That is. That's, I don't know the why you want to get involved. In, the value is certainly on. It's certainly on NC State, but you know what? I like to be right about things, so let's just go. The, with being right is good. By the way, Clemson kind of like done, right? Like, you know, like kind of that's old it. Clemson. Like, oh, maybe we should lose some games to get people some print. Well, there you go. Mission accomplished, buddy. Like you, you've you've <laughs> lost some games. Way to go. They are. Uh, that's <laughs> that. Like, that's not for Clemson. Like, I don't like doing it for Bamba. I'm pretty convinced, like, we can do this for Clemson now, though, right? Like, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. you're not going to win your bet. NC State sucks. So you're going to win your bet. But, like, that's that. This is wild. Like, dynasty, dead. Dynasty dead. That's why you don't call it a dynasty when it's not 17 years of greatness. Sorry. Oh, boy. I've opened Real tad. Speaking um, of. We didn't even touch on that game. Can you believe it? We had a whole episode without talking about Alabama. I, I'm so tired of Tennessee, if I'm being completely honest. Tennessee I'm fans. I'm just tired fans. of them. They just, I'm just tired of them. I didn't want to An- talk about them. Another funny live stream comment was somebody was like, you're not going to tell me that uh, Alabama dominated Tennessee. I was like, buddy, did you watch the second half of that game? Because I was like, yeah, the way they won, the fashion that they won in, where like, hey, it was a little bit closer, and they were cut. They've come from behind all year now. At the half, yeah, the second half, they certainly dominated that team. Hello, I, I am so excited for <laughs> Alabama LSU. I just like, I have no idea what's going to happen, 
Jaden Daniels, if we're if we were handing out the Heisman right He's now, been, should win should, the Heisman. Yes. Um that guy has been incredible. Uh I don't I I don't know. That's at Alabama. I guess you make that spread. Well, both teams have buys, right? There might even be a spread out there. Five and a half, Alabama. Oh god. I have to Sorry. Um while we're um talking just while you're looking that up i do want to mention i feel very sorry for houston and that texas should have absolutely lost that football game and houston got absolutely hosed on that spot and no reveal just want to throw that out there another lost uh, thing in the shuffle besides your your waved off thing by the way did you see um uh gosh what's his name fleck talking about uh <laughs> that on like the monday presser he's like you can't motion you can't motion to be very right so you know, I'm getting a little fucking tired of him too. I, I I'm getting a little. I like I, I like mm-hmm. I like him. We've spent some interview time together. Um, he's interesting. He's different. I didn't like his fucking shtick during that game and the post games. I don't need that, PJ. Yeah, like your team so the is not got good. Mongo golfers. I can't um, find a spread. Okay, we'll 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 table that for next time. Any random shit before we go? No, I don't think so. I um I did uh I did get to watch my UFC card on Saturday while also watching football. It wasn't as fun as I thought. I need one sport only. It's too much, man. I'm like trying to write a story. It it's just I, I didn't like it. I thought it was gonna be a day of electricity and it was like no, it was like stressful. Card was weird. Um, there was a guy that was kicked in the groin so hard they stopped the fight. Oh, and, and he's fine. Like hard, he, hard. He was he was fine, but the doctor's telling him like you are fine. The guy's like I'm not fine. Like I'm definitely not <laughs> fine. It was very strange. So I thought I would love it. I didn't. Um, we got a little F1 race coming up here pretty soon. Are you we excited? Well, we've for had the whole thing? a couple um, this sorry, weekend's. I- this weekend's was in Austin, and it was pretty sad because one of my favorite drivers, well, actually two of my favorite drivers, uh, were disqualified, which was just ridiculous. Um, although they iconically posted like a a meme of themselves. You know how you can collaborate. Remember how I taught yeah. you that? Um, <laughs> I guess. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they collaborated on it, and it was like a picture of them in the post press conference, like both just looking like defeated, and it was like mood. After they found out they were disqualified, and it was hilarious. It's like very iconic that they did that together. So, well, that's good. Um, no, I don't have any other random shit. I uh, I hit my wall earlier this week. You and I talked around this time of the college football season every year. I need to like get my energy. I I like, and I found it later in the mm-hmm. week. Have you hit your your midseason lull yet? Oh, buddy, I certainly have. Um, I'm a little tired. College basketball season is about to start, um, so we're we're getting there. And then I think next week we will have news for people. Next we got week, news. We got. We've got like, news. Like legit. We've got news. like good news, but we have to wait until next week to tell you guys. So we're excited, but there's some um, news. Also on the news front, uh, municipal. You told me we gotta we gotta get shoes. The shoes yeah. are out, dude. All right, I want to put my feet up on this desk very awkwardly and very poorly filmed, 
and showcase Municipal's <laughs> new shoes. So you can go buy those shoes and other clothing at Municipal.com. No punts 20 for 20% off your first purchase. But shoe, the shoes look great. Mark Wahlberg's had them for a long time. I'm just saying, I feel like we, as representatives, should we get some shoes? I'll, yeah. I'm going to work on that. That's a, right. that's a phone call about bought to me. It's, okay. Sure. Right away, Adam. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Anything else? I'm, I'm, yeah, no. we've got um, Halloween coming up uh, with kids, of course, which will be good fun. Um, and we got These playoff are the content. Give us the content of them for Halloween. Post on your IG. Uh, we will be doing that. And um, you've got some big Halloween plans as well. Yes. We'll see. Just saying. We'll see. We do. Be on the lookout. Look out for Easter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Uh, we hope I think that's it. Have one. Are we done? That's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. I know. Let's, we we got to get go. out of here. So, so you can turn uh, it off Everyone now. have We're a great done. week. Yeah, yeah. Happy Halloween. That's fine. Peace.